In contrast, Russian elections are rigged. Political opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. <laughs> Iraq, too. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 75. Uh, <laughs> the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. There are a lot of people who lie and get away with it. And, uh, and that uh, we will in fact find um, uh, weapons or, or evidence of weapons programs that are, are conclusive. I don't think we'll discover anything myself. It appears that there were not weapons of mass destruction there. You said you knew where they were. I did not. We know where they are. They're in the area around uh, Tikrit and Baghdad and, and uh, east, west, south and north. Well, first of all, I, I haven't lied. There are a lot of people who lie and get away with it. Talking about lies and your, your allegation that there was bulletproof evidence of ties between Al-Qaeda and Iraq. Was that a lie? Intelligence gathered by this and other governments leaves no doubt that the Iraqi regime continues to possess and conceal some of the most lethal weapons ever devised. Are people going to find out the truth, and the truth will say that this intelligence is good intelligence, no doubt in my mind. I don't know anybody that I can think of who has contended that the Iraqis had nuclear weapons. And we believe he has, in fact, reconstituted nuclear weapons. Saddam Hussein is determined to get his hands on a nuclear bomb. We cannot wait for the final proof. He's got him. He's got him. The smoking gun. He's got him. That could come in the form of a mushroom cloud. Colin Powell didn't lie. My colleagues, every statement I make today is backed up by sources, solid sources. These are not assertions. What we're giving you are facts and conclusions based on solid intelligence. He has not developed any significant capability with respect to weapons of mass destruction. He is unable to project conventional power against his neighbors. Are people going to find out the truth? I have not suggested there's a connection between Iraq and the 9-11. You have said in the past that it was, quote, pretty well confirmed. No, I never said that. Okay. I, I never think said that, that is... No, absolutely not. What I said was, uh, it's been pretty well confirmed, that he did go to Prague and he did meet with um, a senior official of the Iraqi intelligence service. Saddam Hussein aids and protects terrorists, including members of al-Qaeda. Secretly and without fingerprints, he could provide one of his hidden weapons to terrorists or help them develop their own. What did Iraq have to do with what? The attack on the World Trade Center. Nothing! He said there were three main reasons for going to war in Iraq. Weapons of mass destruction. Saddam Hussein has gone to elaborate lengths, spent enormous sums, taken great risks to build and keep weapons of mass destruction.
the claim that Iraq was sponsoring terrorists would have attacked us on 9-11. Before September the 11th, many in the world believed that Saddam Hussein could be contained. And that Iraq had purchased nuclear materials from Niger. The regime is seeking a nuclear bomb. Uh, all three of those turned out, turned out to be false. Uh, first, uh, just if I might correct a misperception, I, I don't think we ever said, at least I know I didn't say, that there was a direct connection between September the 11th and, 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 and Saddam Hussein. Who does the president think he's effing kidding? Um, of course, it was information that was mistaken. There are a lot of people who lie and get away with it. Those weapons of mass destruction got to be somewhere. <laughs> Nope, no weapons over there. <laughs> Maybe under here. When you have a precedent set like that, and you have somebody, George Tennant, acknowledging in his book that he knew that the administration was deceiving the American people into a situation that is murdering young men and women from this country and others, that George Tennant and Dick Cheney and Condoleezza Rice and George Bush et al. should be in fucking jail. I'm as mad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore! You've got to figure out what to do with uh, all of the uh, debris. How about you? You made money off the Gulf floor, And now you're going to vote for your fascist son! All lies! War lies! Kill lies! Stop the lies! Stop the lies! It is important. Let us use that power! Let us all unite!
CBS News exclusive new evidence of a link between two 9-11 hijackers and a man said to be on Saudi Arabia's intelligence agency payroll. We see them together in newly released video turned over to family members of 9-11 victims last month, along with more than 14,000 pages of documents. The evidence obtained from British authorities raises new questions actually renews an old one. Did the Saudi government assist the hijackers on 9-11? The Saudis have always denied that explosive question. Senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge has the story. Less than two weeks after 9-11, these boxes of evidence containing personal notes and videos were seized by British police in Birmingham, England. Buried inside this home video from 2000, now being seen publicly for the first time. The event is described by the 9-11 Commission as a party at the San Diego apartment of two hijackers. While Nawaf al-Hazmi and Khalid al-Midar avoided the camera, Midar can be seen here in the kitchen. Their team would later commandeer Flight 77, slamming it into the Pentagon. The party's host, a Saudi national, Omar al-Bayoumi, who British police arrested after 9-11, and from whom they seized the videos and documents. Three years after the attack, the 9-11 Commission said there was no credible evidence that Bayoumi believed in violent extremism or knowingly aided extremist groups. Though a newly declassified FBI memo from 2017 reports Bayoumi was on the payroll of Saudi intelligence, a fact that was not confirmed at the time of the 9-11 Commission report. I call him a facilitator because he helped them out. Last fall, CBS News sat down with retired FBI agents Danny Gonzalez and Ken Williams, who investigated the hijacker support network. Both now work for the 9-11 families. He helped them with apartments. He helped them with bank accounts. He was also an employee of the government of Saudi Arabia. Among the records, a notepad containing a handwritten drawing of a plane and mathematical equation that an expert said in a court filing could be used to calculate the rate of descent to a target. Bayoumi is believed to be living in Saudi Arabia. We've tried to reach him through the Saudi embassy. It did not respond to our questions, but said in a statement last year, any allegation that Saudi Arabia is complicit in the September 11th attacks is categorically false. The FBI declined to comment for our reporting, Gail. Yeah, raising some very troubling questions there. Thank you, Catherine. Senator Sanders, uh, you have been attacking Vice President Biden's vote on the Iraq war, but you recently acknowledged that your vote to authorize the war in Afghanistan was also a mistake. So you both acknowledge mistakes. Why should the American people trust your judgment more? Well, it's a little bit of a difference. On that particular vote, every single member of the House, including myself, voted for it. Only Barbara Lee voted against it. But what I understood from right away in terms of the war in Iraq. The difference here is that the war in Iraq turned out to be the worst foreign policy blunder in the modern history of this country. As Joe well knows, we lost 4,500 brave troops. Hundreds of thousands of Iraqis died. We have spent trillions of dollars on that endless war, money which should go into healthcare and education and infrastructure in this country. Joe and I listened to what Dick Cheney and George Bush and Rumsfeld had to say. I thought they were lying. I didn't believe them for a moment. I took to the floor. I did everything I could to prevent that war. Joe saw it differently. Vice President Biden. 
I was asked to bring 156,000 troops home from that war, which I did. I led that effort. It was a mistake to trust that they weren't going to go to war. They said they were not going to go to war. They said they were just going to get inspectors in. The world, in fact, voted to send inspectors in, and they still went to war. From that point on, I was in the position of making the case that it was a big, big mistake. And from that point on, I voted to I, I moved to bring those troops home. At that first hearing, I said, and I quote, President Bush has stated his determination to remove Saddam from power. In the view of many in Congress, they share that view. And I am among them. Some of my own party have said that it was a mistake to go to Iraq in the first place and believe that it's not worth the cost, whatever benefit may flow from our engagement in Iraq. But the cost of not acting against Saddam, I think, would have been much greater. And so is the cost, and so will be the cost, of not finishing this job. Nine months ago, I voted with my colleagues to give the President of the United States of America the authority to use force. And I would vote that way again today. It was a right vote then, and to be a correct vote today. I did make a bad judgment trusting the President saying he was only doing this to get inspectors in and get the UN to agree to put inspectors in. From the moment shock and awe started, from that moment, I was opposed to the effort and I was outspoken. And I would vote that way again today. It was a right vote then and to be a correct vote today. And I would vote that way again today. It was a right vote then and to be a correct vote today. To launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. Obviously, the war in Iraq was a big, fat mistake, all right? Now, you can take it any way you want, and it took, Je it took Jeb Bush, if you remember, at the beginning of his announcement, when he announced for president, took him five days, he went back, it was a mistake, it wasn't a mistake, it took him five days before his people told him what to say, and he ultimately said it was a mistake. The war in Iraq, we spent $2 trillion, thousands of lives. We don't even have it. Iran is taking over Iraq with the second largest oil reserves in the world. Obviously, it was a mistake. So George Bush made a mistake. We so, can make mistakes, but that one was a beauty. We should have never been in Iraq. We have destabilized right. the Middle East. We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. To launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. And I would vote that way again today. It was a right vote then, and to be a correct vote today.